Welcome or welcome back to Pre Our Excellence or Roots Based Chicago Cubs podcast with an eye on player development. It's time for Fake Trade Podcast. This is a fake trade podcast. Woohoo! Yay! Um, I'm actually not going all the way with it. I'm not going all the way. I'm not going to entirely offer what who might get in which. But let's roll the clock back to December of 2020, late December of 2020, and let's talk about what we knew in late December of 2020. And it's specific that it is late December of 2020 that we're talking about and not early January of 2021 late December of 2020, the government, whether state or federal, had not started talking yet about, yes, there are going to be fans at baseball games. That had not become a, that had not become a topic that was not a uh, popular comment until early January, late December 2020, fans were not guaranteed at baseball games. Second week of January, probably there are going to be fans at baseball games at some point, probably by early May. That was the word, that was the time frame to argue that is to argue what was being released in articles, in newspapers, in articles on uh, Twitter, on wherever. The news in late December was there is no guarantee that there will be fans at baseball games. By January 5th, January 8th, January 10th, it was kind of obvious that there were probably going to be fans. But in late December, that was not news. So we're going back to a time where fans at baseball games, not a guarantee. Not a guarantee, possibly an expectation, possibly a hope, but there had really been no comment on it. The Cubs were actively trying to reduce payroll. They've already actively reduced payroll by non-tendering Kyle Schwarber. They were about to reduce payroll further by trading Yu Darvish and Victor Caratini. Whether you like the trade or not, whether you do not like the trade or not, however that plays out for you, immaterial. The Cubs wanted to trim salary. The Cubs wanted to trim salary in late December when teams weren't guaranteed fans. There really weren't a whole lot of teams looking to, hey, we want to add salary. We want to add salary and give away prospects 
at the same time, there weren't a whole lot of teams that the Marlins weren't doing that. Not at that time. Uh, the White Sox, I don't know what, I don't know when they signed whom, but I don't think they wanted to go a whole lot over what they had already gone to, and they didn't have a whole lot of prospects to go. There, there just weren't a whole lot of teams that were saying, yes, 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 yes. The entire idea of give us more payroll to pay with no fans, necessarily guaranteed yet. And we're going to give you prospects, but there weren't a whole lot of teams looking to do that. There weren't a whole lot of teams doing that. One team that was interested in doing that was the San Diego Padres. The San Diego Padres were the one team that I know of that A, had decent prospect pool, a, a very decent prospect pool. Two, were interested in taking on salary. And three, were willing to trade the prospects to take on the salary. There weren't a whole lot of teams that were doing that. There weren't a whole lot of teams that were doing that in late December 2020. When you are the one team that can fill all the needs for another team. When you are the one team that can fill all the needs for another team, you are a logical trade partner. When you can fill all the needs for another team, you become a logical trade partner for that team. This is a bit of a long-winded Run up for a trade idea I had today. It was not my original idea. It was not my original idea. Somebody was commenting on my Twitter feed that the James McCann contract already looks terrible for the New York Mets. Already looks terrible. In 2019, James McCann was worth 17.8 per fan graphs. In 2020, for the White Sox, he was worth 12.1. So the Mets decided let's sign him for an for a four-year deal, 8.15 in 2021, 8.15 in 2022, 12.15 in 2023, 12.15 in 2024. Honestly, at the time, it didn't look that bad. It didn't look that bad. He was coming off 17.8 and $12.1 million seasons. If he would have uh, close to that, close to that, he would fill a need for the Mets, and the Mets wanted to win immediately. Mets brought in James McCann, figured, hey, 8.15 for this year, probably get us $10, $12, 15000000 million in value. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It's all fine. He has been bad this year. He is worth $3.4 million this year. Now, he's not a cavernous, um, you know, he, he's not like worth negative $12 million or something like that this season. He's been bad. He hasn't been horrible. Uh, looked up on baseball reference. He was um, plus 0.3 wins above 
offensively and defensively. Again, Fangraphs has him at $3.4 million. Full stop. Looking to the New York Mets in 2022. Looking to the New York Mets in 2022. Do you think they are going to be aggressive or passive? Do you think the Mets are going to be aggressive or passive? Sounds to me like there are a whole lot of people that think the New York Mets need to make changes. Not send out the same guys, not send out the same roster, not, hey, this kind of worked well, let's try this again. No, not that. Not that. That does not sound even remotely what the Mets are interested in. What the Mets would like to do is upgrade their squad and reduce their costs. Upgrade their squad, reduce their costs. So, let's imagine that one of the easier ways for the New York Mets to upgrade their squad would be to find a team that would be interested in trading for James McCann. I'm not a big James McCann fan. I'm not a big James McCann opponent. He's a guy. He's a guy in the league. He did well with the White Sox. He hasn't done as well with the Mets. Reasons, whatever. I have no idea. But if the Mets are looking at their roster thinking, is there a way we can trade one player and get back another player? Trade one guy, get back another guy, and seriously upgrade the roster. James McCann looks to be that sort of a guy. If the Mets can trade James McCann and get back a useful, usable catcher that very well might be useful in 2022, they might be interested in that. Seems to me. So how many teams are there in Major League Baseball right now that remember how I have my three things with you, Darvish. How many Major League Baseball teams are there that would be a willing to trade the Mets a catching upgrade? Willing to trade the the Mets a catching upgrade? That's one. Two would be willing to take back James McCann as one of the pieces in said trade. And three, take basically prospects to get it done. How many teams in Major League Baseball would be willing to trade the New York Mets, a catching upgrade for 2022. Take back James McCann in the trade. And even it out with prospects. No, 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 no. Not Noah Syndergaard. Not Pete Alonso. No, 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 no. They're trying to, the Mets will be trying to win in 2022. All of the veterans that they have, all of the guys that they have, they're going to want to keep them. 
What the Mets are looking for is one team in Major League Baseball who would be willing to trade a good starting catcher, take back James McCann, and accept mainly prospects to even it out. How many teams are there like that? Seriously, how, how many Major League teams would say, yeah, 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 we will happily take on the entirety of the James McCann contract. We will take James McCann as a major league catcher and trade a catcher who's a whole lot better than James McCann and can possibly help the Mets win the division in 2022 and take prospects back in return. How many teams would be willing to do that? I don't really think there's a whole lot. I don't really think there's a whole lot of teams that would be willing to make that sort of a trade. Wilson Contreras to the Mets for James McCann plus prospects. That's a screaming logic trade. That's a future pieces trade that absolutely completely makes sense. Now, you already know that the Cubs did a whole lot of research on the Mets and all the Mets prospects. You've heard the story that the Mets almost made a big, huge trade to get Chris Bryant and this person and that person and the other person, and Javier Baez and maybe a couple other and Trey Hope. That was on the table, whatever it was. James McCann, right now, Looks like a bad Major League Baseball player. Is he a bad Major League Baseball player? I have no idea. I have no idea. He's had a bad season. So many baseball people, so many baseball fans like to look at players' first, uh, players' current season and, oh man, this guy sucks because he's having a bad year. He's having a bad year. Guess what? James McCann, he's having a bad year. Ta-da! Breaking news. Doesn't mean he will have a bad year next year. But the Mets are highly unlikely to want to wait around. And, hey, maybe next year James McCann will turn this stuff all around. He might, but I don't think that the Mets are going to be sitting and waiting and expecting and hoping. James McCann for Wilson Contreras plus prospects. Well, James McCann plus prospects for Wilson Contreras really makes a whole lot of sense to me. McCann can be plugged in as the Cubs starting catcher. Which guy is he going to be? Is he going to be the guy that played well in Chicago? Or is he going to be the guy that played poorly in New York? Why did he play poorly in New York? Is it because he's bad and he's old? Or is it because there was something going on and nobody quite knows and it just wasn't going to work for James McCann in New York? Some guys can't play in New York. We already know James McCann can play in Chicago, or at least he could for two years in 2019 and 2020. He was perfectly fine. He was really good there. And signed a big money deal, a relatively big money deal with the um, Mets for $40 million. 10, 20, 32. 32 and change million of that remain. And before you jump into the, oh, but Jason Edward, oh, but there. McCann would be being brought in as a placeholder. McCann, you're going to be the nominal starter 
and in the off season, Cubs will add somebody else. Cubs will add somebody else. Who, who incidental, incidental. The goal, if this trade were to be made, would be to take another dive into the Mets prospect pool. Now, could there possibly be someone else thrown into the deal and maybe some more pieces? I, I have no idea. But the basic uh, core nuts of it is the Mets almost certainly want to move on from A, James McCann, and B, James McCann's contract. The Cubs have the financial heft to bring in James McCann and James McCann's contract and have it not really matter very much. Heck, next year McCann probably be making uh, Wilson Contreras money. So as far as from a financial standpoint for 2022, it's about a wash for the Cubs. Yeah, Wilson Contreras is considered a much better catcher than James McCann, but I would not want to wager something that's really important to me that Wilson Contreras will necessarily and guaranteed have a better season than James McCann in 2022. I'm not that smart. If the Cubs can get someone or more likely someone's in return, go to the Mets, go to a listing of the Mets prospects. Go to a listing of the Mets prospects. I dig Jalen Palmer. I dig, they have uh, Mark Vientos and Brett Beatty are both worth being interested in. Um, I was interested in Alexander Ramirez. They have a number of guys who are really good as far as what it would take to get it done. I'm not even worried about that. I want people to think. Wilson Contreras has no reason to sign an extension. None, zero, not at all. Not even remotely close. No reason to sign an extension. He will do exactly what Anthony Rizzo did, exactly what Chris Bryant did, exactly what Javier Baez did. I'm not going to sign Jack. I'm not going to sign an extension. I'm going to go out 2022, such as there's a season. I'm going to go out. I'm going to play. I'm going to have my season. And at the end of it, I'm going to be a free agent, and I'm going to go wherever the hell I want to go, wherever the money's the greenest. That's what he should do. That's what he should do. So the Cubs can either give him a big money deal, which they're not going to do. They can trade him, or they can, well, they can also wait. They can take a draft pick in compensation. I'm pretty sure that trading Wilson Contreras will eventually happen. Will it be in July? Will it be in January? Will it be some other time? I don't know. The James McCann for Wilson Contreras makes a whole lot of sense from the perspective of both teams for the same reason that the U Darvish trade made, it, made a whole lot of sense for both teams in December. 
Both teams have something specific they're looking for. And the other team provides exactly that. And not many other teams are providing exactly that for both teams. McCann and Prospects for Contreras. I'm not going to split the atom. I'm not going to split the atom yet. But I want people to think of what makes sense for both teams from a logic perspective and see how it plays out. Um, I don't know how McCann would do in Wrigley, but it would all depend upon return. It would all depend upon the return. If the Cubs could add a JT Ginn or a Mark Vientos or a, you know, get, get enough, may, maybe two or three players for Contreras to take on the McCann contract because the Mets want to win and the Mets want to get rid of James McCann. And the Cubs are one of the few teams that can help them do both. I don't have a specific trade. I don't have a specific trade, but it makes all the sense of war for both teams. Thanks for stopping by. Have a great Saturday. Plenty of action starting in about two minutes in the Cubs pipeline. And, oh, by the way, Frank Schwindel hit another home run. Have a great day.